today on the Locked On Blues podcast. It is an episode that I have been waiting so long to record. It is Blues Game Day, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, the St. Louis Blues open their regular season with a matchup against an out-of-conference opponent in the Columbus Blue Jackets. So this whole episode is going to be a game preview. Obviously, I'm going to be breaking down the lines, the storylines, the matchup, and of course, bringing back Locked On Player of the Game action-packed episode. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content it is finally time four days after the regular season kicked off eight days after the first regular season games happened the st louis blues are playing a hockey game i'm recording an episode on the weekend for like the first time in forever because i wanted to give you guys a day of the game game day preview i'm so so excited for tonight I'm already decked out in the full gear. If you're not watching on YouTube, you're missing this beautiful jersey, this beautiful hat. I am so, so excited. I, I know I've said that like four times, but it is felt like it's been forever since we've seen the Blues play meaningful hockey. That heartbreaking defeat in the final seconds of Game 6 against the Colorado Avalanche feels like forever ago, but a new chapter has begun. A new season has started for the St. Louis Blues, and it begins tonight. Before we jump into all the action, Want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting needs. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. It's a good time to tune in. Exciting time. The dawn of a brand new season it is my favorite time of the year. Opening night jitters. I'm already feeling it. I'm so, so excited. Uh, a couple of storylines to get into. Um, before we get into that, though, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Getting really close to 500, about five away. Exciting stuff there. Uh, and if you're listening to me, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button, whatever podcast platform you're listening to me on. But as always, I'm Josh Hyman, host of Locked On Blues, and we got a wonderful, wonderful episode today. So let's just jump into it. Let's talk about the matchup, and let's talk about the lines, and let's talk about Locked On Player of the Game. So the St. Louis Blues are taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. A bit of a weird start to the season, as they are playing an out-of-conference opponent, opponent they're only going to see one other time in the regular season an opponent that they obviously don't have a ton of film on because they have only played you know twice last year but it's i think it's a good test to start the regular season you know you're you're playing a team that you don't have a ton of information on you know a team that you're not super familiar with a team that looks a little bit different bringing in johnny gaudreau in the offseason but a team that might not be that good uh columbus has opened their season zero and two however they did play two of what i think are the three best teams in the nhl in the tampa bay lightning and carolina Hurricanes. so definitely a tough start to the season for columbus going against tampa carolina and now st louis um 
you, you think that they're going to be be hunting for a win tonight. Obviously, you know, when is a team not hunting for a win? But no team wants to start out 0-3. Uh, Columbus, I don't think, is expected to make a ton of noise this year. But even then, I don't think they're projected to be one of the worst teams in the NHL. So they're definitely going to put up a good fight. Um, obviously, similar boat to the Blues. Don't have a ton of experience against each other. It's going to be interesting. You know, out-of-conference games really often come down to who could play their game better. You know, when you're playing a team four or five times in the regular season you, you sort of get used to their play style what to expect and it comes down more to like winning those matchups but when you're playing an out-of-conference opponent it really just comes down to sticking to your game playing your game especially the first game of the regular season uh so what am i looking for tonight you know it, it, it's 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 interesting start of a regular season you you, you got to set your expectations low in the sense that you assume the Blues aren't quite up to full speed yet. Obviously, they're not going to be in mid-season form yet. But but what are some things that that would leave me satisfied tonight? Obviously, a win first and foremost. They got to come away with a W. It's opening night. We've waited this long. Um, but beyond that, I think it's it's just responsible hockey. It's showing that they're going to be an elite team this year. It's showing that. The offense is just as strong and, and powerful as it was last year. You know, they had 920 goal scorers last year, only lost one of them in David Perron. It's about showing that that offense can pick up where they left off. It's about the defense showing that they sort of worked out the, the struggles that plagued them early in last season. Um, if we're seeing another uh, a year where the Blues defense struggles immensely through the first half, I don't know if Jordan Bennington and Thomas Grice is going to be able to to pick up the pieces like Bennington and Huso were able to last year. Um but this is game one of 82, you know, it, it's, you, you got to set your expectations low in the sense that you, you, you expect this to be the rustiest the Blues will look all season. Um, understandably so, you know, they haven't played meaningful hockey in a couple months now. Um, and this is obviously the first game of 82, like I just said. So uh, you expect them to be a little bit rusty, but you expect them to be, or you hope that they are well prepared in the aspects that matter you know crisp clean passes staying out of the penalty box uh special teams is going to be really interesting the blues had a really really strong year on special teams last year um and i'm very interested to see how the power play and the penalty kill look tonight i'm not sure if the power play lines are um officially announced or anything like that i'll have to look into that but um yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to to tonight's matchup uh between the blues and um columbus blue jackets a lot of things i'm looking forward to in this upcoming second segment i'm going to be talking about the opening night lines but before i get into that i want to tell you guys about our good friends over at bet online betonline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season you can find all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth articles and analysis on every single game you can find and as always bet online remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there it is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, and of course, hockey, now that it is back. So head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts, and I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right. Let's get into the lines for the first night of Blues hockey, regular season hockey. Now, the lines are very similar to what I talked about on the most recent episode, so I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this. What I do want to spend some time talking about is the addition of an unexpected player. 
and that is Alexi Toropchenko. Now, for those of you that followed the Blues this offseason, um, young forward Alexi Toropchenko uh, went through shoulder surgery and was expected to be out until December. But miraculously, he has made a quick recovery, a speedy recovery, and will be in the lineup tonight on the fourth line. Um, he's a guy that I haven't really talked about at all in the offseason, uh, just because I was expecting him to be out until December, and I didn't think that um, there was reason to talk about him. Uh, he took me by surprise. He took a lot of players by surprise. I forget who it was. Um, it might have been Braden Shen. I don't know. There was some some article about uh, Blues players skating up to him at practice, being like, hey, you, you playing tomorrow? Like, su- surprised, just as surprised as we are. Um, and that's, that's great to see. I think he's going to be a really valuable piece to the lineup, but also the fact that his recovery was so quick is just... It's nice to see. I feel like, I feel like the Blues injury staff, uh, training staff has has taken some 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 flack over the past few years with the Tarasenko injury uh, fiasco and stuff like that. Um, you know, with him kind of going out and talking negatively about the doctors, or it might not have necessarily been him. It might have more been a um, a source. I don't remember, but it's nice to see some positivity coming out about the Blues injury staff. Obviously, you hope that Torbchenko isn't returning too soon. I don't think he would be. Um, and I don't think the team would let him. I think it just happened to be the fact that he had a speedier recovery than expected. And that's always good. Uh, what could he bring to the lineup? Well, he is he's going to be starting the season on the fourth line, um, which I think is, is a good fit for him. He is a he's a pretty dynamic player, you know. He's he's very skilled, but he's also very physical, which is why I think him on the fourth line makes a lot of sense. Um and I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm taken aback. I wasn't expecting to have to talk about Alexei Torpchenko this early in the season. Uh, what can he bring to the fourth line? I think he can bring some identity to the fourth line. You know, he's going to be hungry for a promotion. He's not a guy that's used to playing fourth line minutes, third line minutes. He's a guy that probably wants to move up in the lineup throughout the throughout the season, and I expect him to prove that tonight. Um, starting out on that fourth line, you know, he can bring the grit, he can bring the physicality, but also one thing that. Uh, gave the Blues a lot of success in the in the Stanley Cup run that they had in 2019 was the fact that their uh, their fourth line produced a lot of offense. It wasn't just the traditional grit and grind, go out there for six minutes a night and throw body checks and kill penalties that you expect out of a lot of fourth lines in the NHL. It was a fourth line that when they were out there, you had to be worried about them scoring some goals. And that's something that the Blues haven't really had over the last few years. And bringing in a young forward like Alexei Torpchenko to play alongside Nolachari and Nathan Walker, I think is going to be perfect to bring some identity back to that fourth line and, and hopefully create four lines of offense that can score goals whenever they're out there. If the Blues are able to have four scoring lines, they're going to be a really hard team to beat because as good as the top nine was for the St. Louis Blues last year, their fourth line lacking offense definitely hurt them at times. Uh, it definitely, especially with the way that, that Craig Ruby likes to roll all four lines and, and you know play all four forward lines a pretty pretty solid amount, having a, a, a full line out there that, that didn't really you couldn't really rely on to produce offense was difficult at times. Um, obviously that wasn't the case for the whole season. There was definitely still some guys down there that could score goals. You know, Nathan Walker had himself a hat trick at one point, blah, blah, blah. But Having Alexei Torpchenko on that fourth line now gives you uh, what I would argue is a dynamic player on every single line. Now, Alexei Torpchenko isn't dynamic in the same way that Jordan Cairo is dynamic, 
but he is he's dynamic in the sense that he's a young player and his his skill set goes beyond what you would expect out of a traditional fourth liner so you can't really take a shift off against the blues forwards which is great you know you have if you had to pick out one dynamic player from each line you could say jordan Cairo on that first line adds a ton of speed and skill um the second line Buchnevich, thomas tarasenko you could pick each one of those guys out as a as a dynamic player but you could say tarasenko and his shot uh, Thomas and his passing, and then Buchnevich and his sort of jack-of-all-trades ability. And then you look at the third line, you could say, okay, Jake Neighbors with his passing ability combined with Braden Shen's offensive scoring ability and Ivan Barbashev's newfound scoring ability. Those are three lines that are going to be really, really difficult to defend against, and I expect opposing defenses to get really tired uh, from the defense they're going to have to play against the Blues' first three forward lines. But then all of a sudden that fourth line hops out, and you got Nathan Walker, a guy who's going to who's gonna be a pest. You know, you can't take a shift off against a guy like Nathan Walker, or else the next thing you know, he's going to be behind your defense, just scoring some gritty rebound goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Nola Shari, same sort of thing. Not the tallest guy out there, but he's hard to knock off the puck. He's physical, he's strong. And then you got Alexei Torbchenko a guy who kind of is a bit of both. You know, he's going to get to the dirty areas. He's going to win puck battles, but he's also going to use his his physicality. And I think this is this is the the deepest Blues offense we've seen in a long time since maybe since that um 2019 Cup run. And it's it's something that's gotten me really really excited, you know? I mean, but heck, Torpchenko is six foot six. He's huge. Can you imagine when Logan Brown comes back and you potentially have those two guys on the same line? Size and skill is is so important in today's NHL, second only to speed. Um, and Alexei Torpchenko isn't slow by any means. Obviously, you know, he's no Connor McDavid or Jordan Cairo out there. He is six foot six, but he doesn't skate like a lumbering six foot six forward. He's definitely got sneaky speed, you know? Um and having his size on that line, not only you know is he is he six foot six, but he he's got a, a full frame. Um, I'm really excited about him. I think the team expects him to be a, a big part of their lineup this year. Um, oh, he's not six foot six. He's six foot three. Why did Google say he's six foot six? Okay, I got one site saying he's six six. I got one site saying he's six three. I got two sites saying he's six six. Okay, so maybe he's 6'6", and that other side is wrong. Yeah, he is 6'6". All right. Excuse the confusion there. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, the forward lines are something that I'm really, really excited about. I think is as good as having, you know, three 20-goal scoring lines was last year. I think having a fourth line that can produce offense as well is almost more exciting, you know. Um, and not much has changed. And you look at the defense, which I'll get into now, not much has changed there at all. Um, every one of the six Blues defensemen was in the lineup or was part of the lineup last year, deep into the season, Nick Letty being the one exception as he came over in the trade deadline. But other than Nick Letty, you know, five of the six Blues defensemen were on the team to start last year. So this is a defense that should be comfortable, should trust itself, um, trust each other. And something that the Blues struggled with a lot at the beginning of last year was their defense. But once Nick Letty came around and once the chemistry sort of uh, started to gel a little bit more and the Blues started to mesh a little bit more defensively, they played a lot better. And the Blues defense wasn't elite by any means. It wasn't like, you know, Tampa Bay levels of suffocation or, or 2019 Stanley Cup Blues team level of suffocation, but it was good enough. It, look, the Blues defense was able to 
assist the team winning two games against the Colorado Avalanche, you know, and, and they made it very difficult for Nathan McKinnon to score. Nathan McKinnon went pointless in a lot of those games in that series. Obviously, he had his breakout here and there, and Nazem Kadri had a hat trick, you know, in one of the games. But overall, the Blues defense held its own against the best offensive team in the NHL and one of the best offensive teams this league has ever seen. So you would assume that they'll be even better than that, having a full offseason to train together and you know, learn the schemes even more and Nick Letty to hopefully get more, even more comfortable with the blues system, um, et cetera, et cetera. Colton Pareko, hope, hopefully, you know, having a full off season to train, being fully healthy, all that sort of things. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think this team is very complete. And the fact that the defense is this pretty much the exact same as it was to start last year is encouraging as well, because you hope that they could sort of just start the season in mid season form. You know, it took them, like we, like I said, a couple of months to build up that chemistry. And that's why we saw those struggles. But once the chemistry was there, once they were comfortable playing with each other and all that stuff, the defense looked a lot better. And I'm hoping they'll be at that point at puck drop tonight, you know, 8 PM Eastern or eight, eight Oh nine, whatever the heck after the anthem and all that fun stuff. But I'm really, really excited. Uh, last guy we talk, got to talk about is Jordan Bennington. So I'm going to do that in this upcoming third and final segment and then give my score prediction as well as picking my locked on player of the game. You know, it. it's tradition. If you don't know it, you better get used to it because every single night I'm going to be picking a locked on player of the game. Uh, and I guess, uh, we'll be, hopefully we'll be tallying it to see how accurate I am to see if I'm, I'm, I'm good at picking the players that are going to pop off. We'll see. But make sure you stay tuned. Be right back for that. All right. There is one man that we have not talked about tonight for tonight's game, and that is Jordan Bennington. What am I looking for out of Jordan Bennington? I'm looking for a man or a a goalie who is hungry to prove himself. I spent, I probably talked about Jordan Bennington more than any other player on this team um, during the offseason episodes, and that is for good reason. He is the most important player when it comes to the Blues making the playoffs. Last season, he had his struggles. Vili Husso came in, took over, and essentially led the Blues to the playoffs. Um, Jordan Bennington has yet to have a full NHL season of workload under his belt where he has remained consistent and remained a starter for the full season. And he needs to do that this year. If the Blues want to make the playoffs, Jordan Bennington needs to be a quality starting goaltender. He needs to win more games than he loses, and he needs to hold the starter's net. You can't have Thomas Grice out there uh, in a starter role like Vili Husso was last year. You just can't do it. He's not that type of goaltender. Um, now I do think the defense being better will help Jordan Bennington a lot. And I think that's part of the reason why he struggled so much earlier in, in the season last year is because the defense wasn't making life any easier for him. But I also think that he's a goalie that can steal games for you. And he wasn't doing a ton of that, uh, last regular season. I, I only think he had like two shutouts and he didn't have like any up until the tail end of the season or something like that. Um, it was definitely a, a rocky road for Jordan Bennington last year, but I think he's going to come out hungry. He's he's pissed that he got injured in the playoffs last year. I think he believes that they, that he could have willed this team to being the Colorado Avalanche. Unfortunately, that's going to be one of the biggest what-ifs for me as a Blues fan is could that team have beaten Colorado if Jordan Bennington stays healthy? Who knows? We're never going to know, but he's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. He's going to be motivated to prove that he is a starting caliber goaltender. He's an all-star caliber goaltender. Um, heck, maybe even a, a Vesna caliber goaltender. Who knows? Um, but overall, I'm expecting him to be steady, confident, um, and, and you know, emotionless. The Bennington that we know and love, steady. You know, and and I'm I'm looking forward to getting flashes of that tonight. You know, and if he comes out and proves that he is that guy, it could be a very fun season for the St. Louis Blues. Now, let's get into the predictions. It is a 
It is a um, routine on this show that I pick a locked on player of the game. Now, last season, it was really fun. Uh, if, you, if you're new to the show, I had a co-host pretty much all up until this current off season. I had multiple co-hosts at one point, but Tommy was my co-host. We would each pick locked on player of the games. And then our good, good friend and listener, Jay Tapp, tallied up all of the picks. I don't think I ever announced it. I think Tommy beat me by like two games um overall so that was really fun we didn't even know until the end that we were that close but we would each pick a different player um and then we would uh pretty much you know whoever had more points or whichever player outperformed the other would get the win and that was really fun so what i think i'm going to do this season is i'm going to make my pick and then i'm going to put out something on twitter for you guys to make your pick and then i'm just going to see i guess it'll be me versus versus you guys um i'll probably put it out before the episode goes out that way you don't you don't see who i pick before i um before I, I uh, ask you guys. But yeah, it should be fun. So first things first, let's get into score predictions for tonight. Now, as much as I would love this to be a, a masterclass from the St. Louis Blues, I don't think it will because they're going to be rusty. Columbus has played two games already. They're going to have a little bit more of that game speed ready. I expect the Blues to maybe struggle a little bit more than they expect. I, expect, um, I honestly expect Columbus to score the first goal just because they've already played two games, like I said, and the Blues have just been waiting this long. But I expect the Blues offense to have a field day tonight. Columbus is a team who I don't particularly think has the best defense or the best goaltending. They have pretty good goaltending. <clears throat> but defensively this season, they have definitely struggled. Um, you know, they haven't... They, they gave up... Um, they gave up five goals to Tampa and four goals to Carolina. Obviously, they did whoop up on the Blues in the in the preseason, winning seven nothing. But that's preseason. Um, overall, I expect the Blues offense to have a field day. I'm predicting a final score of five three St. Louis. Now, locked on player of the game. Who is going to be my first pick for locked on player of the game of the 2022-2023 season? In typical me fashion, I haven't even thought about it up until this point. Usually what I would do is I would have Tommy pick first and then I would just sort of go through my head and pick. But right now I kind of just have to stall until I come up with a good player because I don't have a co-host anymore. Um, all right, lockdown player of the game. Let us let me talk you through my thought process while I decide. I think it's got to be a forward because the Blues are going to rely heavily on their offense this season. Their offense is going to be the number one aspect of what makes them successful. It's got to be a forward. And I think it's got to be a playmaker. I think the Blues are going to rely a lot on their playmaking this year. They have a lot of goal-scoring uh, forwards on their roster, but you can't have that without playmaking. I'm going to go with the new highly paid man, Robert Thomas, as my first pick for locked-on player of the game. He just got that huge, huge, huge salary increase, um, getting $8.5 million a year uh, alongside his buddy Jordan Cairo. And he is centering who I think are the two best goal scorers on the team in Pavel Buchnevich and Vladimir Tarasenko. That second line is so deadly, so dynamic. I expect them to do a majority of the goal scoring tonight. Um, I'm expecting Robert Thomas to have at least two assists with those guys. And I think if he can prove that he has taken another step forward and can establish himself as potentially even a superstar in this league, like his contract show or like his contract indicates, then he is not only going to be the lockdown player of the game, but the lockdown player of the season. He could be their most important player of the season. And it starts with tonight. I'm locking it in, baby. Robert Thomas locked on player of the game. It's official. 
That being said, though, that is all the time I have for you guys on today's episode. Should be timing it perfectly. You should be listening to this episode a couple hours before the game starts, before puck drop. You know, fun little Saturday bonus episode for you guys. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button or whatever podcast platform you're listening to me on. Like I said at the top of the episode, subscribe on YouTube. Hoping to hit 500 by the end of this weekend. Uh, We're really, really close, like literally five away. So exciting stuff there. You can follow Locked On Blues on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.